Welcome to the Boss Level. My name is Enigma. I am a 15-year industry veteran. I am a game collector, lifelong gamer, and of course, Twitch streamer, which I do stream every Friday night, Saturday night. Also do some Sunday mornings when I get the opportunity. And I hope you're having a great Monday so far. I do release these on Monday. And, uh, you know, get everybody ready for the week. And, uh, you know, I, so I want to thank everyone who joined me for my streaming this weekend. I uh, had a good time. I did a little bit of Resident Evil 5. Did a little bit of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And uh, had, a, had a good time. So I uh, got a couple of subs, which is really nice. I want to thank my, uh, my, my friends who keep subbing. And, guys, you thank you. Thank you so much. I'd greatly appreciate that. Now, I did want to do an episode about the Wii U. Uh... But I started to record one, and I realized there wasn't a lot of meat on the bone there. So we'll probably come back and soak around to the Wii U, just not currently at, uh, you know, not right now. I need to formulate more of a, a longer episode instead of me just talking randomly about what my experience is with the Wii U. Uh, but what I did want to talk about today is uh, John Madden football. And before we get into that, let's go ahead and, t- and tag my Twitch channel here, guys. I am known as Evil Enigma, Enigma with a Y, just like in the episode title, the, the, the podcast title here. And that's uh, also my Twitter handle, and that's also uh, my Instagram handle. So if you want to give me a follow on social media, give me a follow on Twitch, you'll get notified when I'm going live, and you can come in and join the, you know, the kind of the insanity. <clears throat> Every Saturday night, I do drink bourbon while I play, and that's always a lot of fun. Lately, I've been drinking some pretty good bourbon, so that's good. Uh, as far as real-life stuff goes, everything's going fine. Uh, my girlfriend and I are both working again, which is really, really nice. And because of that, I was able to put some new tires on my car yesterday. So my wallet doesn't like that. My bank account doesn't like that. But uh, at least now my, my car will be safe for the upcoming winter and the next 60 plus thousand miles (laughs) so hope you're doing great guys i really do uh let your friends know that i'm here try to share the podcast and we'll get uh try to build everything up it's been a little slow growing lately i don't know why that is but hopefully we can get back on the growth bandwagon here so i want to talk about john madden football today and uh, the reason why is because madden's coming out uh this year it's coming out on tuesday in fact the 23rd 24th right there what is today today is the 21st that would make it the 23rd it is coming out on Tuesday. <clears throat> and uh, it's a very important game series. I know it's kind of uh, become a meme at this point, and, and uh, everyone kind of laughs at the manufacturedness of John Madden football. If, you, if you're looking at uh, how gaming has, has been uh, going, you have uh, the, you know, your independent developers are where you see a lot of passion and a lot of... Uh, um, dedication and a lot of new ideas coming through. And meanwhile, AAA has been veering off into this manufactured in a factory kind of feel to them. Uh, you know, not that there's anything wrong with some of those games because they are a lot of fun. Assassin's Creed, for instance, is one of those games that a lot of folks say, "Oh, it's it's the same game with a different coat of paint every time." And there's some, you know, there's wisdom in that. You know, Far Cry Six is another one. But the truth of the matter is, is that uh, they're still fun to play. And John Madden football basically started that whole thing. But before we get into the game, first we need to talk about the man. Um, unfortunately, John Madden uh, passed away uh, here recently. I believe it was in 
it was what was really weird about him is that uh, he, he they just did a a uh, special about his life in football on Fox, and it was like a couple of days later, I think it was, that he passed away after it, it had uh, it had aired. It was like a couple weeks later. Yeah, he died. I think it came out on Christmas, and he died three days later, three days after the the uh, the special came out. And it was a good special too. We watched it here at the house. Uh, we recorded it and watched it, and it was really nice because he he was really touched by things that people had in football had said about him and and his influence on their football careers. But uh, and that's what's so strange about it. this is the first year we're going to have John Madden football without John Madden. And, um, you know, I, I've decided I'm probably going to get the game just simply because it kind of feels like a bookend. I know it's not going to end. Madden's going to continue on forever. Mad, Madden football's probably going to be around longer than I am on this on this planet. But uh, it's just... It, it just feels like it's the end of an era in a way. Because, you know, Madden didn't really have a lot to do with Madden football anymore. He, re- he was retired and... and you know, when we watched him on that special before he passed away, he looked like he was half the man he used to be because Madden was not a small man, and and he was he was a little frail looking and a little little out there, and you know, so it's it, it's not like we're, I'm saying he was intimately involved with the development of the game, but but his name means football for crying out loud. You hear Madden, and automatically you think of football. And that's just something that I think that uh, a lot of people strive to to have, especially in sports, you know, name recognition and pro- and marketing in general. If you hear, uh, you just for instance, Kleenex. The first thing you think about is you know the tissues, or or when you think of tissues, you think of Kleenex, and that's what kind of John Madden was with football. But he started out in the '70s as a uh, football coach. Well, he came. He of course he was around longer than that, but but uh, he, he first hit the scene as the coach of the Oakland Raiders, and of course you know, I'm a little older, but I'm not old enough to uh, remember a lot of John Madden coaching football. But I am a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, and in the '70s, the Pittsburgh Steelers were the dominant dynasty. They won four Super Bowls in the 1970s thanks to their stellar defense, and one of their primary ad- uh, adversaries in the uh, in football and in the playoffs was the Oakland Raiders, John Madden's Oakland Raiders. And uh, if you look up uh, just right now, if you go on YouTube and look up the Immaculate Reception, John Madden was the uh, the coach of the Raiders when the Immaculate Reception happened. So uh, I was talking with uh, on my stream last night about uh, about uh, John Madden, and and she didn't know that he was a football coach. It's like, yeah, he was. He was a football coach. She, she didn't, and she didn't know he was a commentator. He just was a football guy, is what she said. And I was like, no, no, that's true. But he was a coach, and he was a commentator as well. After he retired from coaching, he moved into the the booth, and Madden kind of offered a um, football mechanic stuff to it, to 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 commentary. Before, uh, with commentary, you'd see a lot of guy, you know, a lot of commentators talk about what was going on but Madden was the guy who would actually break it down and he had the teleprompter with the pen and he would actually write on the screen to show you what's going to happen here this is why this play works watch this guy do this and watch this guy go move out there that was John Madden he was he was the guy who did a lot of that stuff and uh, <clears throat> he made a lot of sense to people with, with the way that he would show folks how football works because otherwise 
you you we we all do it when we watch football, American football. I know I might have some uh, foreign listeners out there who don't watch American football, but but uh, here in the uh, in North America and the United States, we're very passionate about American football. It's the most popular sport in our country. Uh, you know, I'm a I, I, baseball is my favorite sport, but I still I still love football as well. But at the <clears throat> pardon me, at the same time, uh, Madden. Uh, would show you how plays worked. And when we would watch it on TV, we could, I now believe that when I watch, I, I see things that, oh, that's going to work because of this. And my girlfriend, who's not as big of a football fan, will watch, you know, watch us, watch a Steelers game with me. And she'll go, I don't see how you see that stuff. And it's like, well, it's, I've been watching it for a while. And, you know, and then you have Coach Madden up there <laughs> with the teleprompter showing you how plays work. Uh, that being said, Madden was also known for his uh, space filling. You know, he, he when there was some dead air, he would always come in with some sort of quip. You know, uh, I, I my dad always hated listening to Madden because he was the you know, Captain Obvious. You know, the Captain Obvious commercials were, but that's how Madden was. Is, you know, he'd say things like, the team that scores the most points stands the best chance at winning the game. You know, things like that or Madden maddenisms that he would say uh if i had to compare him to anybody it would be harry carey the uh famed foot uh chicago cubs and white Sox announcer here in uh, in chicago uh carey was very known for he was very loved but uh, he was also known for going off in the left field and trying to fill air with things that didn't quite make a whole lot of sense and and madden sometimes would do that as well uh so, you know, his commentary style was definitely different and but I, I think it was it was big and, and then once once he got into the booth and he was he you know did some commercials and things like that, we had Madden Football. In nineteen eighty eight he signed a deal with Trip Hawkins's Electronic Arts, you know, back when Trip Hawkins was was back with uh, Electronic Arts and this was back before before EA would turn into uh the a huge company that they are now uh and they made john madden football and uh, i don't know exactly how much of an impact that madden had on it uh during this time period in the 80s and 90s you'd often have uh football or baseball players or hockey players would endorse specific games and uh they would try to make that the, the next big thing. I could tell you that like on the Super Nintendo, uh, with football, you would see Troy Aikman football. You know, Troy Aikman was the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, and and it would be Troy Aikman football. And then, you know, next year they would get another athlete, Emmett Smith football, or, or I don't remember if it was Emmett. I do remember Troy Aikman football, but uh, Frank Thomas Big Hurt baseball and and. Roger Clemens MVP baseball and all these things that all these athletes and 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 coaches and and such were trying to uh, get into the, the the video game space so that every year they could make that Madden money because John Madden made a lot of money off of just putting his name on the box of of uh, of these games and uh, you know it started out in '88 but then subsequently every year we'd have a new John Madden football not John Madden 89 Madden 90 Madden 91 Madden 92 and it just kept going on and on and on it's still going on to this day Madden 2023 comes out this Tuesday 
And uh, he's going to be on the cover. It's going to say thanks, Coach, on it. I just think it's really classy that that's the way that they're they're uh, sending him off. And that's the reason why I kind of want to get that uh, that version of the game as well. But uh, it, it was it, w- it was really a big deal for Madden to come out, and and uh, because of, of the way that you know us Americans love love our football here, and I can I can tell you that I remember playing i don't remember which one it was on the super nintendo but the first madden i played we we there's two licenses you have to get in order to make an accurate american football game you have to have the nfl license and you have to have the nflpa license which is the players association the, the players union and the first batches of madden football did not have nfl uh teams on them now they had nflpa teams the players so, you know, Pittsburgh would have all the players, their numbers and their names, but it was just Pittsburgh. It wasn't the Pittsburgh Steelers. And uh, I, I remember the, um, one of my favorites was is that, you know, New York has two teams and has had two teams for as long as I've been ar- alive, the New York Giants and the New York Jets. Well, New York was uh, the Giants were New York in in the early Madden games and the Jets were New Jersey which I just thought was really funny cuz the Jets and the and the Giants play out of the same stadium in the Meadowlands so which is actually if I'm not mistaken in New Jersey so the Giants and the Jets I think both play in New Jersey but uh I've never been there so I'm not 100% certain but the Jets who are who are the um the the less popular team of New York the the in New York it's the Giants and the Yankees and then on the outside looking in is the, are the Mets and the uh, and the Jets those are the two teams in baseball and football there are, are like that so uh, Madden football was definitely a, a, a big deal for for having all the accurate players and numbers and things like that but they didn't have the the NFL license till a little later. And uh, that was also a big deal. I can remember seeing the football helmets for the first time. Oh my gosh! You know, now the Dallas Cowboys are here. It's not just Dallas; it's the Cowboys. But Madden early on also was not perfect either. As uh, we, something I remember, we used to do. My brother and I would go and we would rent Madden football from uh, from the local video store, and we would look for what we would call the money plays. And a money play was basically. No matter where you were on the field or anything like that, is you could always have a play that would get you net you positive yardage, like a first down or something like that. And uh, it was it was a pretty big deal that we for us to find that, and we would always try all the plays and try to find out. Okay, well this play, if the if if this team runs this play, they always get a first down, things like that. And and the first versions of of the first several years of Madden usually had a couple of money plays where you could always score against uh, the the computer. But uh, as the game carried on and got a little more advanced, then you'd see those plays kind of disappear. Uh, my favorite of the money plays or money things uh, was when I worked at, at Players. My very first uh, job in gaming I had was at a retail store in Players in central Arkansas. And I worked there with two guys, Jason and Scott. And uh, every year we would buy Madden together. We would each chip in, you know, out of fifty bucks. We all play a third third of that, and we would play a season of of Madden football. 
And in the box came uh, yeah, a team rundown. It was a big map or you know fold out map looking thing where it had all the teams listed and and what they were good at doing and and all that and jason would take that and cut it up and and actually laminate the cards so we could actually see oh if i use dallas their defense is good their offense is good steelers have good defense not so good offense. you know they would all have all that on there and we 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 took it pretty seriously and we would play a season together where every uh week of the season we would each choose we, we each chose a team at the beginning of the season and every week we would play a game uh in that uh as that team of, of that season and see who would win at the end and uh in madden 95 i chose the pittsburgh steelers because that is my favorite football team uh second favorites new, or- new orleans saints but the, the steelers are my favorite football team just so happened that was the year that Cordell Stewart came around. Now, Cordell Stewart was a quarterback that was drafted out of, I believe, the University of Colorado, if my uh, memory serves me correctly. And uh, he was really well known for a play that he made in um, college football. Hail Mary was a really uh, a big Hail Mary that was on college football TV. But when he came out of college... He was not, how am I just going to say this? He was not really the best player at the quarterback position, but he was exceedingly fast, and he had a lot of athletic ability. So uh, the Steelers used him. They called him Slash was his nickname in the NFL because he was the quarterback slash wide receiver slash running back slash punter. He punted a couple of times. He was pretty well known for playing a lot of different positions on the field. Well, on the Steelers' depth chart in Madden, he was third behind uh, Neil O'Donnell and um, somebody else whose main name is escaping me right now. But Neil O'Donnell was the quarterback of the Steelers at that point. And, uh, but but uh, he was the third on the depth chart. He was the emergency quarterback is what they call. And I don't know this to be a fact, but... Um, I think that if you were using, well, that was odd, the third string quarterback in Madden, the the uh, game assumed you had no more quarterbacks. So your third string quarterback could never get hurt. Well, Cordell Stewart was the second fastest player on Madden that year behind Randall Cunningham, I believe. Another uh, athletic quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. And uh, so all I did was I would snap, I would put at the beginning of the game, put Cordell Stewart in a quarterback and uh, snap the ball to him and just take off running. I would, they call it the option in uh, college football. The option is, is what they call that. And he was so fast that he out, would outrun just about every defensive player on the field. So, and it also just so happens at that point, the, the Steelers also had uh, Greg Lloyd and Kevin Green as linebackers, and they were two of the fastest linebackers in, in the game as well. So I would just choose one or them because they were both on the outside line linebackers, one on the left and one on the right. And uh, whichever one that my friend, my, that uh, Scott or Jason would match up to take on, I would just scroll to the other one <laughs> and and rush the quarterback with them. I mean, they were so fast they would do it. So had a lot of fun 
uh, uh, with Madden 95 doing that. Part of me wants to get Madden 95 and just try that again to see to see if it still works. But it was just a lot, so much fun doing that. Uh, through the years, though, Madden would uh, Madden football would continue to evolve, especially when it came to uh, getting onto the PlayStation. Mostly because they had some stiff competition on the PlayStation. Now, now they did have stiff competition uh, with other consoles as well. Truth is, is that uh, it's not like it is now, where Madden is the only NFL game in town. Uh, back then, anybody who wanted to pay the license could play, could 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 make a Madden or a Madden could make an NFL football game with the NFLPA. It wasn't over until the last. Uh, I don't remember the exact date when it happened. I have to look that up. But uh, last 10, 12 years ago, EA signed an exclusive contract with uh, the NFL and the NFLPA. So right now, the only game in town, as far as National Football League goes, is Madden Football. Uh, everything else that's football is not NFL or NFLPA. It can't be because of the, the contract that EA signed. And they've made a lot of money off of it. But during the 90s, Anybody who paid the license could make an NFL game or could play the NFLPA and make an, 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 a, a football game with real players on it. It was the Wild West of football at that point. And, and uh, while Nintendo didn't make anything like that, Sega definitely did. Sega made some, some football games. In fact, that's why there wasn't any Maddens on the Sega Saturn. Is uh, EA had moved on to the PlayStation at that point, and then Sony turned around and they made football games as well. Uh, the uh, game day NFL game day games, which were actually quite good as well. They were. They, I had a lot of fun playing playing those. Too many interceptions, but uh, we we greatly enjoyed playing those games. And uh, it wasn't. And, and truth to be told, Madden was not the best football game on the PlayStation One for a while. It was game day. They did make better football games for a little bit, and then was it ninety? Bettis was on the cover of 98, Game Day 98, I think. I want to say 99 is when the quality switched over, where Madden overtook uh, Game Day and became a better game at that point. Um, And then even on the PlayStation 2, you would see, uh, you know, Madden would come out on the PlayStation 2 as well, but Game Day would fade away, and and then on the Xbox uh, Microsoft would make their football games, which uh, the the NFL game that they made uh, with Peyton Manning really uh, cracked me up. Uh, the Peyton Manning was the quarterback of the, uh, the Colts, and the commercial for promoting Xbox Live to play football online was Peyton Manning with an Xbox Live headset talking trash to people. And if anyone who has seen Peyton Manning talk knows that he's like the most wholesome guy you know, out there that he doesn't, he's got a really long Southern draw because he's from, uh, you know, Louisiana slash Mississippi. And uh, he just doesn't sound natural talking trash to people. So that was the funny part of, of that commercial. But uh, Madden would, would go on to the PlayStation 2 and the Xbox, the original Xbox. I can't say Xbox One. I have to say original Xbox because there is an Xbox One. But, uh, in, and that's where the Madden curse came from. Now, the Madden curse is kind of infamous for... It's it's kind of subsided somewhat now because they've taken a more wide approach to things. Usually what happens with, with sports games from EA is that they'll take the most popular, 
player of that past season, and they will put them on the cover of next year's game. So uh, we don't know who it's going to be this year, but last year, uh, you know, Tom Brady wasn't. It would be Joe Burrow probably this year. Would would if what if Madden was still uh, with us? If Madden did not did not pass away uh, three days after Christmas, I have a feeling Joe Burrow would be on the cover of Madden this year. Uh, he got to the Super Bowl. He was very well. Uh, he played very well. He's the quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals, and I have a feeling that he would be on the cover probably of Madden this year. And that's that's the way EA would work: is they would take the most popular player from the past year put them on the cover of this year. Well, back in the early uh, 2000s, they this is when they switched over to uh, taking John Madden off the cover of the game and putting a player on there. And uh, the what the Madden curse was is that the, co- the player they would put on the cover would usually suffer some sort of career-ending injury during the season they were on the cover of Madden. And it's kind of horrible. If you look at the, you know Eddie George, for instance, uh, was was a really good running back for the Tennessee Titans, and uh, he was on the cover of Madden, and then bam, he I think he blew out his knee or something, and he was never the same after that. And unfortunately, that that happened for the next couple of years, where you know the Madden curse would come up and bite you, especially if you were an offensive player, defensive players. They put Ray Lewis on the cover one year, and he he turned out okay, but. Uh, it was always a big deal, and then, of course, the player would get paid as well to be on the cover of Madden. And here, like I said, you're here more recently. We've had more, um, you know, they put Brady on the cover one year with Patrick Mahomes. I think that was two years ago they did that. And, but the curse has kind of subsided uh, from here. But that was that was always the. It's it's not. A, I'm sure it's not a joke to the people that had their careers, occurring injuries, and it's you know my heart goes out to folks that play the football because it's a very rough game and uh, have had injuries like that and it's nothing to really laugh at but we would I can remember talking to people saying okay well he's going to be on the cover this year how many games until he blows out his knee that was what we would often opine to you know in our inside circles is that well don't bet on that team to go to the Super Bowl this year because they're going to lose this guy (laughs) he's going to be out for at least the rest of the season, he'll pro- his career might be o- will probably be over, but uh, that's that was you know the Madden Madden curse with that, and then there were you know EA has used Madden as a way to uh, leverage better deals out of things, you know the the uh, Xbox football game, which I can't remember what it was called. But uh, the, the with the Xbox football game, the EA would not put Madden online. The only way you could play Madden online up to a point was on PlayStation. They wouldn't allow you to, to – it wasn't on Xbox Live because Microsoft had made their own NFL game and it was in direct competition to Madden. So when Microsoft asked, hey, EA, would you mind putting Madden on Xbox Live? EA said, sure, we'd love to do it. As soon as you cancel your 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 NFL franchise, your your competition, and uh, not only did it did they get Madden or uh, that NFL game canceled, the Xbox Sports Division, first party Sports Division, was completely canceled because of EA using 
uh, Madden football as a as a tool to completely destroy that competition. That they did not want any competition or anything because Microsoft was not only making uh, football, they also made soccer, I believe. They also made uh, golf uh, and hockey. You know, they had worked on those. I don't think they did baseball yet, but they had, EA wasn't doing baseball at that point either. I believe they kind of were. Not anymore. But uh, basically what it had come down to was uh, Microsoft bowed out of sports games completely because of EA holding Madden off of Xbox Live. EA wanted, or Microsoft wanted Madden on Xbox Live to directly compete with with Sony because Sony, you could play Madden on, uh, Madden Online. And the way that Microsoft, uh, or I'm sorry, EA uh, leveraged that was they had Microsoft get out of sports games completely. And that really, really uh, showed how powerful the Madden brand was, uh, is, for that matter, is that it made uh, a, a whole a, a huge company capitulate to you know, the standard uh, this what, what uh, another company demanded. So it's it's a pretty big deal for that kind of stuff to happen. Uh, of course, Madden has gone on to you know be one of the most popular game franchises of all time, and uh, it really really uh, has been. Now, if you want to uh, debate about the Madden engine and how they uh, do the Madden engine stuff, I'll definitely listen to arguments about that, and you're absolutely correct. Uh, EA is kind of famous for doing the developing a gameplay engine and reusing it for the next two or three years on Madden and then kind of not doing much more than spit-shining what was already there. You know, Madden is very manufactured these days. I know Madden is, it, it's its coming out here, like I said, on Tuesday. I'm going to play it, and it's going to say, well, this reminds me of, of a couple years ago when I bought it last. I'm sure it will. It's, there's no doubt about that. But they don't usually evolve the game a whole lot until two or three years down the road. So the, the Madden team is going to start working on next year's Madden they're already working on it. Okay, <laughs> I mean, it's, they're going to. The Madden 23 comes out on Tuesday. Madden 24 is already in, in the works. And I've often said it that the holiday season releases actually start with John Madden football. And I and anyone who works has worked in gaming, especially gaming retail, knows that the summer doldrums. Not a lot happens usually. In the summer doldrums, you, there's not a lot of games that come out, not a lot of uh, big time releases. Yeah, you'll see one or two, but it's nothing uh, huge. You know, it's you don't see this uh, onslaught of of massive uh, game releases the way that uh, you see in the fall. And the start of that is Madden football. Madden is the first crack in the dam, is the way I say is is that uh, Madden comes out at the end of August every year. You can set your watch to it. It's usually the last week of August. Right in the teeth of the NFL preseason. Uh, I don't like it being released in the preseason because we still don't know what the rosters are going to be like, but hey, whatever. Uh, But once Madden comes out, that kind of lays the groundwork for everybody else to kind of get their stuff out. And then you'll start seeing other games trickling out through September 
October is a huge busy month. November is a is a blockbuster month. Every week of November, at least traditionally, was here's Call of Duty, here's Halo, here's Gears of War. Boom, boom, boom. These huge uh, releases. Uh, but uh, Madden is the game that usually starts all that off. It's it's like the ringing in. It's ringing in the the, the fall season usually is is John Madden football, and. Uh, it's it's gone on to you know it's you know there are people who complain about it and you know I re- I remember when I was working uh, for GameStop during my time period there I you know I hired my staff I built built my teams and I hired this kid and uh, GameStop had uh, said that we needed to tag Madden on the telephone thank you for calling you know uh, your Madden whatever year it was Madden I'm gonna say. 15 but it wasn't 15 because I wasn't there in 15 you're Madden 15 headquarters and I did that and showed the kid that I was training that and I said you need to do that when you answer the phone and uh, he looked at me and said I don't do that and I said the hell you don't (laughs) and he said no I don't I don't like Madden I don't like EA I'm not going to sell their games I said you're gonna sell their games and uh, he kind of looked at me obstinately, and, and I said, look, I'm not telling you you have to love John Madden football. I'm not telling you you have to play John Madden football. I'm not saying that at all. What I am telling you is is that the reason this store exists, one of the reasons this store exists, and one of the reasons you get a paycheck every day, every couple of weeks, is going to be because of John Madden football. So if you don't ta- tag John Madden football on the telephone when people call, then I don't need you. And then... He started tagging John Madden football. He didn't like it, but uh, he was one of the ones that I ended up letting go at the end of the holiday season. If he even made it, I don't think he even made it to the end of the holiday season because he was kind of he, he did things through gritted teeth. He didn't like it, but uh, you know there are people who feel very passionately about being anti EA and anti Madden football because Madden represents the, the manufactured no soul kind of uh, look that we we have in NFL games or in in gaming with AAA gaming right now is a lot of it feels manufactured a lot of it feels like it came off of an assembly line not a lot of it seems to feel like it it has any sort of passion or or feeling behind it so um i get it i do i'm not going to sit here and uh defend the business practices of electronic arts or or the developmental practices that the Madden team has had to endure, I guess, uh, is the best way to put that. Uh, I'm sure the people who work on the game wish they could do more with it, but, you know, there's opportunity cost, guys. You have to, well, if you take business classes, you're going to learn about opportunity costs, and it's not just the cost financially it's the cost of time it's the cost of capital it's, it's what could you be using that time and capital and cash on uh besides you know doing something new in john madden football and it ends up being that they use it for other things they use that time and that capital and, and that money towards other other revenues you know for instance marketing for instance paying cover athletes for instance Having Madden tournaments, you know, it's they they use their their time very wisely. Uh, EA does with that sort of thing, and they've got it down to a science now. And regardless of how 
you feel about the game or feel about the manufactured assembly line look to it nowadays. It's still one of the biggest selling games every year. It's still, uh, there's still going to be a Madden tournament this year and the guy's going to walk out of it that wins or the girl with what, 50 grand or whatever it is that they win for it and get the, the Madden title. It's a big deal. And, and you know, Tuesday, I guarantee you're going to go on Twitch and you're going to see a lot of people playing Madden because it's still a big deal. And it, no, it's not as big a deal as it used to be, but it's still, it's still out there. And it's still, it's, to, to me, it represents, it's very similar. It, the way I look at it is like this. Madden's going to make a ton of money because it always does. It's going to fuel and pay for passion projects on the other side. So the success of John Madden football is going to directly feed into the Dead Space remake that's coming out uh, later, uh, early next year. You know, things like that. Is you can you can uh, make your your passion project all you want to, but the money you're gonna you know that money doesn't grow on trees. You got to have the money for it. You got to have the time. You got to have the and that's gonna come from the success of games like Madden. And the truth of the matter is, is that. The manufactured assembly line stuff with gaming has actually gone down quite a bit. It used to be back in the uh, the 2000s that there were dozens of games that came out every October and November, and, and you know you you'd have your sports stuff, which you still do. So your Maddens, your NBAs, your NHLs, they still come out. But I um, mean, just just off the top of my head, Assassin's Creed came out every year. Need for Speed came out every year. Tony Hawk came out every year. There were these games that came out every year that, you know, Guitar Hero, heck, Activision destroyed Guitar Hero by releasing it. Well, they started out releasing it every year, and then they started releasing it every six months. And it really destroyed that franchise. But, uh, you know, the, the, the assembly line look at games that started with the, uh, you know, you see when you think about it, you think of John Madden football. Uh, has subsided quite a bit. You don't see a lot of yearly releases anymore, especially if they're not sports games. Sports games will still come out every year, but you don't see, like Assassin's Creed doesn't come out every year. Need for Speed doesn't come out every year. Uh, I'm kind of shocked that Forza's not coming out this year, the new Forza. I thought it would, but I guess it's not. Uh, we've we've gotten to a point in gaming now where it, it's just not that way. And uh, if it's not sports, it doesn't come out every year. And uh, games are getting more time, as I say, in the crock pot, as opposed to crap. We have to have it done in, by October because it's being released in October. You know, we we have to have it done in October. There's there's no way around it. So if it sucks, it sucks. There's nothing we can do. And uh, I'm glad to see that that that's happening. But sports games do need to come out every year because every year, every new season, there's new rosters, there's new players, there's new rules and, and, and things like that, that that take place. So it's, you know, sports games come every year and it happens. And, I you know, EA is going to pay for a lot of stuff with the success of John Madden football. So, But that's uh, that's my thing with, with Madden is, you know, I do like them. You know, and, and every uh, two or three, four or five years, I'll get the wild hair and I'll, I'll buy Madden that year. And I'll play a season and, season and I'll be done. You know, I'll be done for the next several years and you know i love football but i don't uh i don't live eat and breathe john madden football i don't but it's a very important 
uh, franchise. It's a very important game franchise, and it, and it's it's come a long way, and it's going to continue going. It's going to be around longer than I'm here. I'm 46 years old. You know, if uh, if I live to be 90, that'd be great. We'll see. Depends on what happens to me health wise. We'll see. But uh, I, I guarantee you, Madden's going to be. They're still going to have Madden, whatever. Uh, when I'm in my 90s, so uh, don't don't think that it's just going to fold. It it probably won't. John Madden's estate is still going to make a lot of money off of this as kids and and his uh, his widow. So you know that's that's just how it works with uh, with the, these uh, these sports games, guys. And Madden also is the only of the big sports games that actually is paying an estate when you think about it because the other games your NHLs your NBAs they're paying the league and the players association but they're not paying uh, anyone for one specific name it's not Michael Jordan's NBA you know it's not Shaquille O'Neal's NBA it's not Wayne Gretzky's hockey it's NHL it's NBA it's PGA Tour, you know, the golf game and NASCAR and those all those popular games. FIFA, FIFA's the most popular sports game in the world because you you people outside of this country, you, you don't like f- American football, but you like your soccer. I don't know what's up with that. But uh, very popular game series. But they're not paying. They're, it's not Pele's uh, uh FIFA, you know, it's just FIFA. So Madden football is, you know, a portion of those sales go to John Madden's estate. They go to his kids and his widow. So uh, it's kind of good that that's happening. You know, not that John Madden was probably hurting for money. I doubt he was. But uh, I, I I believe in, you know, splitting up when I can. I, Whenever I uh, buy something, I, I don't, if I'm going to pay, for something expensive, if I'm going to pay for something that, that's, you know, like a game, I want to make sure I'm rewarding everybody I can for it. Another reason I don't care for digital is because digital goes basically to two places. It goes to, you know, the company who owns the platform you're buying it on, Sony, Microsoft, Steam, and then the developer. Okay, that's fine. But if you buy it from a physical copy from the store, then you're feeding into the direct economy in a different way because, you're still getting whoever owns the platform. You're paying them. You're paying the developers. You're paying the publishers. You're also paying for the freight to get it there. You're also pay. You know, you're paying the same price. You're also paying for the store to sell it to you. You know, you pay for the gas to go up to the store and get it. So you're directly feeding into the economy the way that it should. You're helping out more workers by supporting physical. So. It's another reason I like physicals because I, I help more people with my sales that way, with my purchases. But uh, I'm glad that, that the uh, Madden's estate is going to uh, get some, some money off of that. So we're going to bring this podcast to a close. Now, next week, I'm going to do a Saints Row podcast uh, because I'm going to play the new Saints Row on my stream. That also comes out on Tuesday. And uh, I'm really looking forward to playing that. So Friday night, Saturday night is, are going to be Saints Row and I'm going to do a kind of a little retrospect of uh, Saints Row. And if, I, if I've played enough of it, which I probably won't. In fact, I know I won't because I'll probably record it early. Um, I want to do a Saints Row review, but I want to play it before I do a review. Play, play, you know, obviously, I want to play it some before I give it a review. But 
Next week, plan on the podcast having a Saints Row twist to it, and particularly Saints Row 3 and 4, which I I love those games. But uh, that's my plan to do that. Uh, I will be on uh, you know streaming Friday night and Saturday night, as I uh, have been. And I want to thank everyone for, for listening and supporting me there on, on those platforms and listening to the podcast. Again, please... Let your friends know that I'm here. Share my podcast. Let folks know so we can grow. I would love to grow the podcast. I'd love to to get a little bit of um, revenue from uh, from doing a podcast. And right now we are light years away from that, but we'll see what happens. Who the heck knows, right? So I'm going to go ahead and call this. Don't forget to check me out on Twitch. On Twitter is where I'm most active, letting people know where I am. I try to say nice things to everybody on Twitter as well. So drop by and... Let, let let me know you found the podcast and that's where uh, you know we'll, we'll have a conversation we can talk and I don't bite pretty nice guy from what I've heard so hopefully we'll we'll stick that way you know what I mean so uh, I'll see everybody here over the next week and uh, take care of yourselves thank you so much and I'll talk to you soon mm-hmm.